we'd like to welcome you to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for October 24th, 2016. And the next part, we're going to shift gears a little bit here. It's entitled Shock Footage, Clinton Foundation, Devastation of Haiti Revealed. And again, this is just more, <laughs> all the more just a glimpse at the unbelievable, wicked corruption that is going on within the Clintons and that is their trademark. Evil with no conscience beyond anything that a morally upright person could even possibly imagine. I'm going to start here. You know Gary, Gary Haven best as the producer of Amerigeddon, the hit movie from this past summer in which UN forces led a takeover of the American military. <laughs> what are we talking about here today? I haven't watched the movie yet, but I, I would recommend it. I mean, I've, I've heard really good things about it. The hit movie this past summer in which the UN-led forces take over the American military and launched an EMP against the American people. Gary is also fighting another battle, though. A life-saving battle in which he has already spent millions of dollars of his own money while he is risking his life to save the lives of 1.4 million Haitians who have been victimized twice. This, this guy is a billionaire, okay? A Christian that is actually going out, boots on the ground, with his own money, going around and doing, from what I can see, pretty morally upright Christian things. I would love to have that as my, my uh, calling. I mean, man, what an awesome life. You know what I mean? To be able to do what, what he does. But, I mean, he's really putting his own neck on the line, as you're going to see. Haitians have been victimized by the weather in Hurricane Matthew. And most of all, the people of Haiti have been victimized by the Clinton Foundation and the United Nations. Which are basically one and the same. Just basically Satan. Okay, The UN is nowhere to be found with regard to providing relief efforts, despite the rampant starvation and outbreak of waterborne diseases like cholera in Haiti after the hurricane. Most complicit in this victimization of the Haitian people is the Clinton Foundation, who have received uh, $2 billion to provide relief efforts, and they are nowhere to be found, which is normal and usual and what they've always done. They are taking the money of these poor Haitians that are like no food, no clean water, no medical care for the most part. There can you imagine taking that money that was meant for them, that was sent for them and using it for your own ill-gotten evil? Can you from a conscience standpoint, I would be so terrified of what God would do to me. Even, I, I would never even think that way. And I don't mean to say that because I think I'm a goody two-shoes or a whatever, but I can't even possibly comprehend how wicked, how evil. Do you know how white, hot, and hell these devils are going to burn? Do you, I mean, I really believe that all the suffering the Clintons have caused, they're going to spend hell and quite possibly the lake of fire having to relive through the eyes, through the bodies, through the senses, all of the evil and wickedness and suffering they have caused on all of their victims worldwide. 
Can you imagine that kind of punishment in hell? To try to comprehend that and have it being done over and over and over when you have sown all of this wickedness for decades after decades after decades. That is some scary stuff there. That's the kind of stuff that scares me, thinking about that kind of stuff. Even for my enemies, it's, it's scary to think about it. You know? <laughs> but I guess when you're just an absolute pure vessel of Satan, fitted, which means prepared ahead of time for God's destruction, it's no big deal. It's par for the course. It's what we do. So, mostly complicit in the victimization of the Haitian people is the Clinton Foundation, who has received $2 billion to provide relief efforts, and they are nowhere to be found. And why isn't the media covering this? Because they're right in the hip pocket. They're right with them. They're complicit. And, you know, that's why. Simple, they don't want Haitians saying on camera that the Clintons are thieves and their actions have and will cause a large loss of life. Subsequently, America sits in blissful ignorance as incredibly brave people like Gary Haven, who risks his life while spending millions of his own money. He's flying his own jets in there. He, and he's piloting one of the jets. Okay, He's the one like taking the stuff off the planes, giving it... I mean, I don't know how much more like hands-on he could be. <laughs> you know? God bless the guy. Anyway... Um, meanwhile, the Clinton Foundation absconds with relief effort monies and uses that money to help Hillary get elected. Man, I'll tell you, no fear God, none. Which is a sign of, of a wicked, evil, perverse generation. There's no fear of God, none. In a recent, I mean, their conscience is seared with a hot iron like the Bible talks about. Just, they've been turned over to a reprobate mind like the Bible says in Romans 1. And... That's it. They're done. It's over. Bye-bye. In a recent interview, Gary stressed that he is finding out firsthand what it is like to live through the aftermath of an EMP event. EMP, electromagnetic pulse, which we're going to be talking about here. And we have talked a little bit about already in this report today. The stories that he tells about the emerging humanitarian crisis, the rampant violence and criminality, as well as the sheer desperation of the people in Haiti is frightening beyond belief. These events could soon be visited upon America if we were to be attacked by an EMP. Great point. Which is going to lead into the, my next part of this report. Gary Haven has relief efforts set up that all of us can contribute to. Your contribution will save lives. Please donate. And I mean, I watched this whole video that we're going to play. I didn't hear him ask for money. You know, it's not like the guy's around begging for money to, like he's supposedly some oil can Harry and he's trying to use this so he can pocket it. And he's using his own millions to do this. But if you want to donate to the relief effort, there's a link here, www.ferha.org. www.ferha.org. Now, I'm going to go ahead and play this this link, and I think this is um, Jones' email, or interviewing him. And again, this isn't some blanket endorsement of Alex Jones, just like the last video. I'm gleaning from the alternative media, much like if I glean from an MSNBC or, or a CNN, which you won't hear me do very much anymore because it's the, the mainstream media is so corrupt and it's so overt. It's making my job a lot easier because it's just so black and white now. <laughs> the delineation 
just unbelievable. So anyway, there is some inappropriate language here, okay, I think from Jones. So understand that, but I'm going to go ahead and roll this now. destroying Haiti. Why did you, Mr. Clinton, stop them from the rice that they were... Now, that might be Farrakhan. I, have, I mean, I know he's kind of a little bit... He's had Farrakhan on an interview. I sure wouldn't be playing his clips. I'm sorry. But he is making a good point. If you love black people, why are you destroying Haiti? So bear that in mind. You know, I'm giving a little caveat there. Producing in Haiti to feed themselves... In this environment, the most important thing all the rest of us can do is give even small amounts of cash for food, medicine, water, and shelter. There's Clinton talking, giving small amounts of cash for food, shelter, and water that will never see, that will never ever get to the Haitian people who have been devastated and affected by this. I mean, can you imagine? It would be like, you have these poor people that have been devastated by this event. And just think of a child, a little child, and you going up to them, and the, the equivalent of this would be like you going up to them, and they have a little thing of rice they're going to put in their mouth. They haven't eaten in days. Or maybe a little sip of water from that's maybe been, they've been able to get purified. And you say, no, no. You don't get to eat that little bite of rice. You don't get to drink that water you get to you get nothing or you get tainted water or tainted food it's like you taking that out of their mouth when you do what they're doing i mean if i don't even want to start dwelling i'll start bawling it it is so sad it's so unbelievably indescribable how people could be this evil and wicked just, you, you can't even comprehend this. You've got like this head of the Senate saying that the Clinton's trying to... They're showing a guy, they're showing a guy here that's talking to them. And I found, and I don't know if it's on this interview or not, but Joe Biggs was talking to him and literally in about, I don't know, five minutes after they was talking to him, he was dead. He was already dead. Local leaders saying how they, the Clintons do nothing, how they just collect all the money. And it just brings home, these people are damn evil. Young boy here with severe injury. We're his only way. Okay, so this is Gary Haven talking. He's in front of a helicopter. He says, a young boy here with a severe injury and we're his only way out. Because the UN's doing nothing. They have every opportunity to help them. All this money that's poured in the Clinton Foundation, none of it's getting to them. Or if if that, hardly anything. Some maybe little dog and pony show to show them that they're whatever. But the UN will not evac people out of there. I don't even, it's just like they're there for a show, and I think they're already gone now anyway. Out of here. And uh, we're about to put him on our plane. The UN helicopter taking off is empty because they don't do evac. The UN helicopter's empty because they don't do evac. Again, just showing you how unbelievably wicked the United Nations is. And they're going to be the ones overseeing our elections, and they're going to be the ones under the guise of putting foreign troops on our streets when they declare martial law, coming door-to-door -door taking your guns. So just understand what kind of satanic evil we're facing. This is what's so frustrating here. 
no government help. That won't bring in some food, but they won't do anything interesting, like help an individual. So we're getting out of here, and an old man on a stretcher with a spinal cord injury, and uh, uh, America needs to know what's going on here. This is an absolute disaster, and Obama sent in six or seven helicopters. They're all going home in a few days. And, uh, people They've already went home. The, the helicopters they sent in for show, are all, they've all went home already. They did basically nothing. It was just like a show. And as far as I can see, Gary Haven and maybe some other relief organizations are the only ones doing anything. You're going to see, though, why they're, they're so hogtied. A little bit later, I don't want to give it away, but you, why they're so hogtied in getting aid to these people. They're starving. They, don't, they have no water. It's injuries. This person was injured in a hurricane, which was seven or eight days ago, and we're just now getting him to a hospital. So, uh, uh, anybody who cares about this, cares about the Haitian people, uh, uh, you, you need to, to, to call your congressman, you need to call your media, because this is a completely ignored story. A million people on this peninsula in western Haiti uh, are without water, without food, without medical care. And uh, uh, very, very little is done, being done by the, the, the international community and by, by I mean th this should be all over the news still did you see anything about it no but you know what you did see and I saw this and even they they were disclosing this on the news here's a picture of Matthew right as it's hitting this peninsula in Haiti this is this peninsula is key because it's one of the main parts of Haiti where the food is grown it's a perfect tropical environment it juts out into you know the the water there so they probably get a lot of rainfall the growing conditions are probably good this is a very very important peninsula for haiti where they're getting their food from well guess what this is exactly where matthew came ashore and here's a picture of matthew coming ashore this unbelievable picture of matthew as an evil skull that is grinning it's even got teeth and you know where this image is from noah Noah. This is from the government. And it's called the Scary Satellite Image of Matthew. You can click on it if, if you don't believe it. And literally, this is right when the eye is coming ashore on this peninsula. And this evil, demonic hurricane is grinning as it comes ashore on this exact peninsula that we're talking about. I mean, you talk about evil being manifest here. It's It's... Wow, I mean, right in your face. The American government. And so it, I, I saw only four stories in the entire media yesterday on the Haitian uh, program. There's a million people. Now, what they're doing in this whole, you might want to watch this because they're actually showing the devastation on this island, where Gary Haven's at, and all of the trashed homes and all the, the garbage everywhere and just everything that's that's been strewn about in distress this is important you've got the clinton foundation here but guess where they're at in port-au-prince willing and dealing at the marriott yeah you know trying to put money in their own pockets meanwhile you got people here with their legs snapped fractured backs trying to get help trying to get out of here trying to seek the medical attention they deserve and they should have and these people are more concerned with putting money in their own pockets and benefiting their lives and their families later on down the road when you have people i mean you know even from the standpoint of okay let's say Hillary and Bill and your Clinton, I, we know you're pure evil. We, we know you're straight from the pit of hell. We know that Lucifer is your father. We know you, you drink the blood of babies probably on a daily basis. And, and that's, you know, that's what you do. It's, it's what you consider fun. We get that. But, you know, even from a PR standpoint, 
you would have thought that maybe you would have stopped doing that for one nanosecond to you even use this to say, oh no, this is going to be the greatest photo op ever. Hillary's going to be, you know, on the shores of Haiti, making sure the Clinton Foundation is getting in, the, getting in all this relief. All of the billions of dollars are actually going to get to the Haitian people. This is going to get her into the White House. What an incredible photo op. They're so wicked. They're so evil. They're so stinking corrupt. They won't even do that. They're, it's like they're doubling down on their wickedness saying, no, 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 no. We're going to make sure basically not a dime gets to these Haitians. And they, were, they will look at black people like they're basically less than, you know, subhuman life form. I mean, that's, that's according to a lot of the, their writings and things of this nature, how they would view blacks. So it would be the primary population they would want to depopulate. Hey, you got to get to the Georgia Guidestones, got to reduce world population to 500 million. Well, how are we going to get that 90% plus? Well, they, they, who have they attacked hardest the most? African countries, black countries. That's who they've went after the most, the third world countries there. They're able to control the narrative a lot. They're able to control the media. They, they, a lot of these countries are very poor, and they're going to accept whatever remedy you give them. And they're here. They're so wicked, evil, and corrupt that the Clintons won't even, even though it would benefit them, from a photo op, feel-good type of story, wow, Hillary isn't this wicked, hildebeest devil that everybody's portrayed her to be. Look, she's, she won't, she's so stupid, they're so stupid, they won't even do that. They're so greedy, they still won't do that. It is incomprehensible. This guy's an EMT, and he's been doing this for quite a while. Uh, how much uh, Clinton fund money? Have you so he's an EMT. He's a black EMT. I don't know if he lives down there. He's asking how much of the Clinton fund money have you seen get to the Haitians? Seen actually put in the hands of Haitians? Absolutely nothing right now. Because um, we've been here since what? Last Wednesday? Yep. We haven't seen nothing yet. But most of the Haitians consider Hillary Clinton a thief. Would that be an accurate description? I would say yes. Yeah. Because that's what they, I mean, that's... It's it's been going it's been going on for pretty quite a while. So, so January two thousand ten. Yep. Yeah. And before that. So this has been going on a long time. January two thousand ten. I don't know if that's when that earthquake hit, and they then the the Clinton Foundation and then they they stole all the money back. They've been stealing it ever since, and now they're going to steal from this. I, I mean, the, the, the evil here is just so off the charts, so incomprehensible. And what does the mainstream media do? They don't even report on it. I mean, they reported on the fact that, yeah, this was going to be a devastating hurricane that was going to hit Haiti. And you, and you know when that happens to like a third world country, it's, it's a lot of times way worse than a country like America because the resources are already like non-existent. But no, no coverage really after that. Nothing really about it. The UN is there for like a week and they don't do anything while they're there. Clint, Hillary Clinton doesn't give them anything. So they're totally relying on private outside funding and relief to get any kind of remedy here this is it they already they're already digging their fingers in haiti before it happened and then when that catastrophic event took place they seized it jumped in here and then took a hold of that natural disaster and then used it as a way to benefit themselves and that's what they always do and we have absolute proof that's joe biggs from infowars.com that was down there you know hands-on boots on the ground helping Gary Haven with this. I mean, what a rewarding 
thing to be able to be a part of. I mean, wow. I mean, God bless them. The, the Clintons have put nothing into Haiti other than getting a gold mine for Hillary's brother and in and, and their... He means that literally. A Here's the thing from the Washington Post. Role of Hillary Clinton's brother in Haiti gold mine raises eyebrows. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. It's like, wow, how evil can you possibly be? I mean, you know, if there was an evil meter, she'd be pegging it every single day. Rich friends. I don't see major organizations down here. I don't see major organizations out in that area. We're the only ones out there. Hero is literally the only one out there in Damari doing this work. And Damari is one of the most affected areas. They're, they're, they're going down the streets and it's like a bomb, a nuclear bomb went off, basically. What they're dealing with. And they're getting no help. Remember, they're kind of isolated on this peninsula anyway. You know, this peninsula juts way out into the sea there, and it's one of the primary growing. And so if you were Satan, and you're like, you know, I want to do as much damage to the Haitians as I possibly could do, even though they're already behind the eight ball, even though they're already a third world country, even though they already have no resources, I want to do and kill as many of them as I possibly can. Well, where would you hit? Well, you would hit where their breadbasket is, where they were producing, and it's already an isolated peninsula anyway because of just the proximity of it, the way it's built. You have to drive way, way out to even, you know, get to the very end. So this is why I believe it, it probably came ashore right there. And then right where it comes ashore, you have the grinning skull of Matthew where the hurricane went through and devastated the entire town. So we have a bunch of people without homes, without food, without shelter, and in need of medical assistance. So that in itself should be screaming out to the world that, yes, we need eyes back on Haiti because we can't do it alone. We desperately need help. You know, what's amazing, aside from some, some uh, small-scale U.S. military aid uh, and some other Christian organizations, you know, I mean, I, yesterday I looked around and I thought, I wonder where the religion of peace is at. You know what? Why aren't these guys down here helping out? Uh, well, if, if ISIS showed up, they'd just go and behead everybody because they're all infidels, you know. The Clinton Foundation that's collected hundreds of millions of dollars from the earthquake and dispensed, you know, if these Asian people were lucky, they got 10 cents on the dollar out of that. You know, they're, they're, they're not even getting 10 cents on the dollar. If anything, maybe, maybe they're getting five to three cents on the dollar. And the, but the problem is I don't even think they're getting that in this particular case because there's no presence of the Clinton Foundation there at all. When, like I said, even if they're wicked and evil and Luciferian, you would think they would want to use this, especially right prior to the election, as the ultimate photo op to propel Hillary and maybe give her a bump in the polls, which she does not have, which she is abysmally failing, according to all the real eternal polls. But I guess she figures, well, CNN and, and all the mainstream media just keep lying about me and saying I'm, I'm leading by 12 points over Trump, so I don't even need that. So, you know, I'm going to keep the money and, and, and let them all die. Just, uh, and, I, and I think the large, the large part of it is really to blame on the media. The media hasn't, hasn't covered this story. I mean, this... This country's devastated. Meteor Ambulance, a great organization with a beautiful helicopter uh, ambulance staff wants to come here and take our patients. But okay, so he's talking about, I think he said Haiti Ambulance or whatever. They want to come here and, and take our patients that are waiting to try to get off the off this peninsula. 
Now listen to what he says. They can't go round trip on one tank of gas. Okay? The only people they can get gas they can, from out here? They can't go tri round trip on one tank of gas, gas though. So they this aid organization cannot even get to the island because they have enough gas to get there, I guess from the mainland of America, but they don't have enough gas to get back. They do this stuff, do this stuff. And they won't sell them gas. Because they need it for their operation. So Munissa, guess who Munissa is? They won't, that's the only place they can get gas on this peninsula. Guess who Munissa is? The UN. They won't sell them gas. It's all by design on purpose. They won't even sell the people that want to bring aid from America gas. So they cannot do their return trip. So they, so they know, they're like, well, we can't fly there because we'll never be able to get back home. We won't even be able to buy gas. That is how sick, twisted, and evil the United Nations is and the Clinton Foundation, which are essentially one in the same. They won't let us do medevacs on the UN planes. They won't let us do medevacs. They won't let them do medevacs on the UN planes either. On the... Army planes. So the army won't let you. So the army or the UN, and the reason I'm I'm reiterating this is because there's a lot of background noise here. There's a lot of stuff going, coming and taking off, but they won't let the army planes or the UNs do medevacs. So they would just rather the people die there and rot in misery, than lift a stinking finger to take these injured Haitians to a hospital. He says, tell us what the Clinton Foundation, he's like looking around like, where are they? They're not here. Where's everybody? Gary and Diane have been down here with their own caravans. They came down with three planes. So Gary and I think his wife have been down there with their own caravan of planes they, I imagine they have to bring their own gas on their planes. They're the, one of the only ones, if not the only one, down there bringing aid. Can you imagine? And we've been providing help to Danbury, Lekai, and Jeremy. They have been the only ones able to distribute to about 3,000 people um, basically food, water, oil, the basic needs but 3,000 people is only a tiny fraction. It's like 1.4 something million down there that, that need help. Yeah, 1.4 million Haitians. Okay? And, and they're only able to get to 3,000. It's just it's incomprehensible. We don't see the Red Cross. We haven't seen the Red Cross is wicked. That doesn't surprise me. I have a whole file on how wicked they are. They're all yoked up with the UN anyway. Clinton Foundation doing anything in Haiti. We are the only ones medevacking those trauma people and Dan Marie. And he has to pay for it out of his own pocket. Every person they medevac, when they take him to a hospital in Haiti, Gary Haven has to pay for it out of his own pocket because they won't accept the patients unless they can pay. So Gary Haven's also doing that too. I mean, what a guy. God bless him. I hope, I hope God gives him billions and billions and billions more so he can help them. And you know what? God can.
God can do it. The Bible says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. And I believe that. Now, you go, oh, now you're getting naming and claiming Joel Osteen and all that. No, I'm just saying I believe what the Bible says. And I believe God has done that for people like Gary Haven because he's obviously a righteous person trying to do it. And I'm not saying the guy's perfect or whatever, and neither am I, okay? But he's trying to do the right thing with this money. He's literally there risking his life. Like he was saying before, and I don't know if he's going to get into this interview because I've already heard like three different interviews from him. And he's not even acting like it's a big deal, but it is. Like he's landing and they're getting attacked when they land by mobs of of these people because they're starving and they're vying for food and, and you're getting into that mob mentality. Hillary, I mean, let's face it, Haitian, Haiti's a dangerous place anyway. Voodoo is the number one religion there. Okay, I've done a lot of teachings about Haiti. My dealings with voodoo, okay? So we're talking about a very, very godless place, a very, very desperate place, a third world country place, and he's down there... You know, he doesn't have to do this. He could be sitting behind a desk delegating all of this stuff. But he has a kind enough heart where he'll actually go down there. Even though he's a billionaire and he doesn't have to do that. I think that's awesome. God bless him. We're the only flights landing there, getting people out that need to be medevaced. Hillary, let me give you a word. First of all, I'm wealthier than you are. And here I am. That's Gary Haven talking. With my money, my hands, I'm flying aircraft into these dangerous situations. The, the head of the Senate here at Haiti said that of the billions that you collected for these children here, only 2%, 2%. All right, sorry, I got, I had to stop there for a sec. We'll go back. If you are a grand level thief, and the world needs to know about it. Americans need to know about it. If we dare trust you with anything, we're fools. And you know, you've proven it over and over again. But Haiti, you can't explain this away. Look around. You see any Clinton fun trucks or airplanes? Isn't here. And I'm an eyewitness. And you know, you have the audacity to act as if you care about people. And I know you're a psychopath. You probably get a kick out of the fact that you're getting away with this grand theft. And it's because the media, the mainstream media in America, is your lapdog. I don't know whether they're afraid of you, or they buy into your nonsense, but I'm not afraid of you. I'm going to challenge you everywhere I can, and I'm asking the hundreds of thousands of people who are watching this to, to get involved, get the word out, get this viral. Hillary Clinton is, it, with what you've done in selling state secrets, selling uranium to our so-called enemy, picking a fight with Russia, taking us to the verge of World War III. Yeah, I mean, they sold them all the uranium that they basically got where now all of a sudden their nuclear stockpiles are are just more gigantic because the Hillary, the, the Clintons sold them all of that. I mean, that's a, that's a whole other report. I could probably do a two-part study on that by itself. Media doesn't tell us about it. You are the most wicked person on this planet. And every time I put a, a, a food in the mouth of these children, I think of what a creepy witch you are. Okay? So damn you. Okay? This is what you should be doing. But you don't even understand. You're a psychopath who gets power off of getting away with this. And I understand that. You don't care what I'm saying. Oh, they, they enjoy this. They absolutely enjoy and vampirize. This is what, I mean, this is what devils do. They literally, what makes a devil happy 
is vampirizing off the suffering or fear or whatever negative emotion that they can vampirize that emotion off of. There's different devils and different spirits, evil spirits, that gravitate to different emotions, different negative emotions. And people like the Clinton, they, they revel in this. They love the fact that they're causing all this suffering. They, this makes them joyful and happy. And, and again, you just cannot comprehend the level of wickedness that we're in reference to here. And can you imagine if this devil gets into the White House? I mean, you talk about Banana Republic is going to be the least of our of our troubles, probably, uh, if this devil gets in there because she's going to have so much payback. Can you imagine all of this stuff that's come out about this witch? If she gets into the... Can you imagine... How, I mean, all the time she's had to bite her tongue when Donald Trump's came after her and all the stuff that's come out with the WikiLeaks, well, for her, it'll be payback time. And I'm not saying like that this is like, okay, well, big bad Hillary and God's not on the throne. I'm not just saying, but I'm talking about from, if she had her druthers, if she had her way, I mean, there would be a mass purging of alternative media, of every single one of her enemies, of every one of the the, the, the women that Bill's raped of every one of the people that have come against her and said anything about her, it would be a mass, absolute carnage. And you know what? I'm sure I'd be on the list. So be it. If that's God's will, then, you know, I've, I've hopefully I've fought the good fight and done what I could do to push back against this devil. But you know what, Hillary? Your end is hell and the lake of fire and all your devil maggot ilk are going to burn there white hot. Okay, that's your end. That's your future. Okay, my future is the Lord Jesus Christ and heaven. So you can't take that away from me and you're not going to. That's what I want to have my eyes fixed on. Not any temporal thing that you're going to do to me. So I'm going to cower back into my shell and not say anything, hoping that I won't incur your wrath. I mean, I've had witch COVID after witch COVID trying to kill me, particularly as of late. And I'm still here, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And I thank God for my listeners who have prayed for me and even fasted for me. And, and, and I mean, it, it, everything's been averted. I'm, I'm here. Taylor and I, we're here. We're still fine. We should have been dead years ago, according to all the witchcraft threats we've gotten. I mean, but hey, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. He is greater. American people that are going to go vote, especially the black Americans. These are black people here that I'm taking care of. The black Americans need to realize that you use them for their vote and then you throw them away. You keep America like Detroit and impoverished because you have power and control over black Americans. Shame on you. They're waking up. I'm not a great Trump fan, but he's not bought and paid by the elites, not bought and paid by the shadow government. Hillary, we're on to you. And we have time to, to wake the American people up and, and, and get you out of our lives once and for all, you miserable wretch. I love that man. <laughs> I love him. Anyway, God bless him. God protect him. God speed. You know, we need, we need more people like him that just have no fear of retribution in any way shape or form about what the ramifications of doing the right thing might be and exposing evil what the ramifications of exposing evil might be you know 
because that's the fear of man bringeth a snare okay and that's the fear of man operating and living in that type of mindset the fear of god is doing the right thing no matter what no matter what it costs you no matter what the consequences you do it because it's the right thing to do and and that's what i believe i see operating through him so let's go further here um and again, along these lines, kind of, we're segueing a little bit here, but President Obama issues executive order to prepare for severe space weather. Extreme weather on Earth can cause major devastation, but scientists said it would, be, would pale in comparison to what a major Earth solar storm could do. Now, this is another way that the grid could be taken down. We've talked about EMP. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, but this is another way that the grid could be taken down as well. Um, Dr. Valerie Rapson, an astrophysicist for the Dudley Observatory in MSI in Schenectady, said, if we get, quote, if we get a direct hit here on Earth, it can cause our power grids to go down, it can damage our satellites. Dr. Rapson said, depending on the severity of the hit, it could even threaten life here on Earth. Here's how it could happen. Solar flares originate from explosions on the surface of the sun. They're like a million nuclear bombs exploding at the same time, according to the scientists. The explosions are very strong. This high-energy radiation like X-rays and gamma rays can be very dangerous. Uh, the dangerous rays travel through space. Earth has been hit a few times in history. The last big one was the mid-1800s. But today, with technology are vital to our everyday life, a direct hit would be beyond devastating. Our biggest danger in, is really the kind of frying the satellites and sending a major power surge through our power grids and knocking out power for the majority of our country and in the world she added so i'm just going to play there's one video here on this particular news channel that um i want to play give you a little more uh clarity on this what's the weather forecast in space is there a weather forecast for space well that's what president obama wants scientists to keep tabs on the president issued an executive order today trying to get the science community prepared for solar storms that could disrupt us here on Earth. Dan Bazil spoke of an expert on the subject over at My Science Connectedy. He's here now with what he learned. Hi there, Dan. Hi there, Benita. Hi there, Jim. Well, good evening to you guys. Solar storms happen all the time. Scientists say that they're like a million nuclear bombs exploding at the same time. Yes, they're that big. The problem is no one knows exactly when the effects of one of those storms could strike the Earth. Extreme weather on Earth can cause major devastation, but scientists say it would pale in comparison to what a major solar storm could do. If we get a direct hit here on planet Earth, it can cause our power grids to go down, it can damage our satellites. Dr. Valerie Rapson at the Dudley Observatory at My Science Connectedy says, depending on the severity of the hit, it could even threaten life here on Earth. Here's how it could happen. Solar flares originate from explosions on the surface of the sun. The explosions are very strong, and this high-energy radiation like x-rays and gamma rays, they can be very dangerous. Those rays travel through space. Earth has been hit a few times in history. The last big one was in the 1800s. But today, with technology so vital to our lives, a direct hit could be devastating. Our biggest danger is really kind of frying the satellites or sending a power surge through our power grids and, and knocking out power for a majority of the country or even the world. Rapson says back in 2015, scientists and government officials felt it was important to prepare the power grids, the satellites, and everything in between in a way that flares would not cause any damage. 
She says the president's executive order today was a push for action. To get astronomers together and to help provide funding for solar telescopes um, and things that we can use to start to predict these flares and prepare for them. For now, Rapson says scientists know the sun has an 11-year flare cycle called solar max and solar minimum. The last solar max was in 2011. And if you go with the 2011 date, 2022 would be the next solar maximum. And Dr. Rapson says that's probably the greatest upcoming threat. However, she says it can happen at any time. They just don't know. Now, the whole thing about President Obama issuing an executive order to prepare for space weather, you know, that's all well and good. But understand, they've known about this for decades. They've done nothing to, quote, harden the grid, the grid in America which would make us not only guard against the solar flare, but also guard against an EMP. Meaning, if we get hit with an EMP now, and that takes down all of our electrical systems and our circuitry, we're toast. We're defenseless. We're going to be without water. We're going to be without transportation. The vehicles will be fried as well, most of them, because they're not hardened or, or, or EMP-proof. And um, all of that's been done by design and as I believe the reason would be, is that is an option for the New World Order. Now, granted, if we get hit with a solar flare, um, I'm not saying that they knew about that, that that was coming, because like she said, they're hard to predict. But if we get hit by an EMP, and let's say, oh, supposedly, you know, we didn't know what was coming, this type of thing, that can be used as a plausible excuse to say, oh, well, you know, we, we wish we would have hardened, golly gee whiz, we wish we would have hardened the, the electrical grid decades ago like we should have but we didn't now we're going to have 90 percent of the people dead in a year because we didn't because we don't have you know electricity or running water or food transportation or things of this nature and that could be a very easy excuse where they could come out kind of like smelling like a rose in a way because they could say oh we didn't have the money and all this other garbage meanwhile they put in trillions every year to their black budget garbage with the pentagon and you know to have underground bases and to you know build fema camps and, and all of these things in order to enslave us that's all fine that was where the money needed to be funneled to uh so that's something that we could be facing now here's here is something else that confirms this this is from fox news and it's entitled if the, if the u.s grid goes down most americans will be dead within 60 months this is fox news reporting this we are not ready for either the hand of God or the hand of man when it comes to protecting our sensitive electrical power grids. Now, hand of God would be solar flare. Hand of man would be EMP. So, give you a little clarification. A bad solar flare or an electromagnetic pulse attack uh, by Americans' enemies would result in the death of most of our citizens within five years. Now, they're saying five years here now, but they're saying most would be dead within 60 months. Powerful solar flares can damage integrated circuits and our electrical transmission systems. The chance of the, devastate, the devastating effect is much higher than most people would assume. In fact, NASA estimates 12%, a 12% chance of a really bad solar flare within the next decade. The scariest part of the scenario is that we already came within a week of the nightmare scenario happened in 2012. Well, I hear that North Korea now has a satellite going over America twice a day. So that's good news. That just happened in the last year. Then we have Russia's potential. They've already, they're already um, dispensing, from what I've seen with pictures and everything, EMP nuclear missiles 
that they're already, you know, putting on their borders and stuff that if we end up going to war with them, you know, they get even one of these over American airspace. <laughs> well, depending on the effective range of the EMP blast, you're going to have a large swath of America in a third world country basically in a millisecond is essentially what you'll be looking at there um going further here a train of coronal mass ejections created by a stream of high energy particles strong enough to melt our electrical grid the storm only missed the earth by an astronomical whisker okay i got ahead of myself there let me just read that over in fact nasa estimates a 12 percent chance of a really bad solar flare within the next decade Scariest part of the scenario is that we already came within a week of this nightmare happening in 2012. Which, what happened? A train of coronal mass ejections created a stream of high energy particles strong enough to melt our electrical grid. The storm only missed Earth by an astronomical whisker. As, as it stands right now, when this eventuality happens, and it will, high-energy particles will penetrate our planetary shield, the magnetosphere, literally melting hundreds of massive transformers. It would take years to manufacture, because we haven't hardened any of them, uh, it would take years of manufacture, transport, to replace these essential transformers. In the meantime, water treatment pumping stations, as well as every other modern convenience, would cease to function as well. So you can understand why they have the mass deaths. If a trip back to the 1800s sounds romantic, think again. Without clean water, millions would die within weeks. Without working transportation or refrigeration, our food supply and distribution center would collapse. Well, you also wouldn't have trucks that would work because they would be fried as well. Okay? Um, and any box would begin degrading as well. Those without refrigerated insulin would die first. Followed by the deaths of millions more from cholera and dysentery from unclean drinking water and from starvation. And this is why Gary Haven was saying this is a very good look at what an EMP blast would look like. Because he's been boots on the ground in Haiti. But the thing the thing as it is down there though, they were already kind of living in a third world condition. So to a certain extent, they were already kind of not dependent on the grid anyway. Now I'm not saying they're not suffering. And I'm not saying there's not devastation down there, but it would almost be worse here because we are so dependent upon the grid, whereas really they're not. Maybe to a certain extent, but not near as much as we are in America. So continuing, forget the zombie apocalypse. This is a real-world disaster. Good neighbors would soon become desperate and social order would break down as parents did anything they had to do to feed their children. Bad people would be free to pillage because experts predict law enforcement would be crippled as any kind of electrical communications would die and officers would rush home to protect their own families. So this is a whole other scenario that they could trigger. Okay, we go to supposedly go to war with Russia. Let's say it's in the next two weeks. Russia implements a, an EMP as a whatever, counter to whatever America supposedly does. Mission accomplished. America is in shambles. It crumbles, the middle class disappears. You've got martial law. You can absolutely control the narrative of anything. You can rig the. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying it would be one of the many scenarios they could implement leading up to the election and possibly even after. 
when we were last hit with a super energetic solar storm in 1859, the high-tech infrastructure of the day consisted only of telegraph lines and stations. The lines melted, and the papers caught on fire on the telegraphers' desks. But by 1859, gravity-fed water systems, uh, um, but 1859 gravity-fed water systems and local farms meant that life continued without interruption. Okay, our complete dependence upon the technology we take for granted means we do we would not be so fortunate today. Unlike the Carrington effect of 1859, which is what that was referred to, we now also face the wrath of man when it comes to damage to the electrical system modern civilizations so depend upon. The effects of an EMP attack on our technology are nearly identical to those caused by a severe coronal mass ejection. An EMP could be triggered by high-altitude detonation of a nuclear weapon over America. From the ground, it would not likely be heard, seen, or felt, but even with the blast damage, the consequences for our electrical system would be nothing short of devastating. Our government has recently awoken to the warnings of, the, of NOAA and NASA, and various other government studies, and even a dire assessment by Lloyds of London. Recent announcements have been issued that promise our government officials will gather together, scientists and agency officials, to examine the clear and present danger that could turn America into a third world nation in the blink of an eye. They don't care. They want that. They want martial law. They want chaos. They want their order out of chaos. They want their new world order out of chaos. They want shock and awe. They want the old world order to die and out of the ashes like they believe this phoenix rising out of its own ashes will bring forth the new world order. And they only believe they're going to achieve that through events like this and through World War III where ultimately then you will finally have the Antichrist and the False Prophet making their big arrival, saying that, okay, we got this all figured out, guys, essentially. You know, just follow us and we're going to make everything great again. I'm oversimplifying there, but... Uh, going further, in the event that this happens, the focus of government would be to save government. That's all they're going to care about. Continuity of government is the term for sheltering favored officials and their families from nuclear attacks in well-fortified and provisioned facilities while citizens are left to wait to fend for themselves. In the case of either an EMP attack or a severe coronal mass ejection, that help could come to some studies only after 80 to 90% of us had died which serves them perfectly. Hardening the grid is possible to protect our own system from a meltdown. This is an infrastructure, but it's too late for that. I mean, they're not going to do it anyway. They're not going to do it. I mean, they, they, they could have done it. They're not going to do it. They want it unhardened on purpose because it's one more card that they can play in order to bring about the new world order is the way I look at it. Pre-placement of emergency food and medicine and distribution plans aimed at the average citizens should be developed right now in case hardening comes too late. It's Don't depend on hardening. What is that saying? Consider the ant. Stores up its food in summer so that it has plenty to eat in winter. The prudent man foreseeeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. That's the pre-placement of emergency food and medicine. <laughs> Preferably in your own home or even if you have a place to hide it, you know. Here is national here is national infrastructure spending that should have the support of every citizen and every politician before it is really too late. And again, it is too late. It's they, they don't want this. Had a question then, literally 
two days ago from a listener named Samuel, and it's an EMP survival question, and it says, Brother Scott, is there any thorough survival book that you could recommend that could basically tell me how to survive without electricity? And basically, there, there's a lot of resources out there. It's hard for me to be dogmatic and say, this is the one. Um, but what I did is I posted several different links to either EMP survival guides or reports that would help steer you in the right direction. Okay, So I give you all the links here. Um, like the first one's called, Here Comes the EMP Blast, Will You Survive? Um, and then another one, EMP Survival, Nine Ways to Prepare for an Electromagnetic Pulse. Another one, uh, How to Survive an EMP in 13 Steps with Pictures. Um, and then another one, electromagneticpulsehappypreppers.com. They must have a resource there, EMP Preparedness. You only really have two options, Skilled Survival and then EMP Attack Survival Guide Preppers will. So anyway, I wanted to include this in here because we're talking a lot about it today. And if you, if you don't know anything about this or if you want some more resources, most of what I'm posting here are free online resources you can look at and um, familiarize yourself. And, and even if you can't don't have the time to really go into this in depth now, at least if you could maybe print out some of these so if the grid goes down, you have some kind of reference manual to look at there. And then the last report here that we're looking at, which kind of ties everything together, the United Nations just officially announced a global communist takeover. The New World Order reconvenes, a long-held conspiracy theory yet is once again proven the un at the 71st regular session has aggregated the role of the united nations in promoting a global new global human order into their agenda um and i give you all of the the links here there's so much supporting information here um but <laughs> i'm not even going to read all of this but i can I'll, i give you the links here to look at under the allocation of the agenda items resides the declaration of a formation of a new global human order adopted by the General Assembly in its second plenary meeting on September 16, 2016. The official adoption of such ideology brings to light the global conspiracy against humanity to form a new world order, as mentioned by the world leaders and select governmental officials. This is a plan against humanity to destroy humanity and to bring it in subjugation to this new world order, ultimately under false Christ, uh, under the Antichrist and false prophet. Contained contain within the Global Sustainable Development Goals, or Global Goals, is the practical declaration of war against the common man. Conceived originally on November 29, 2000, and adopted by the General Assembly at the 74th Plenary Meeting, is, quote, the role of the United Nations in promoting a new global human order, and again, there's all these links you can click on to actually view these UN documents. Okay, they're there. Tied directly to the Sustainable Development Goals is the plan for a new world order, meaning that in September 2015, when the global goals were adopted, so was the official declaration and adaptation of the agenda for a new world order. Secondly, in the addition to the adoption of a new global human order to their agenda, for the year 2016, which is obviously this year, is the plan to revoke the need for national borders and national sovereignty, 
what better time to implement that than right on the cusp of this wicked election they're going to try to rig if they could implement martial law they could pull that off some way which like i've given you i don't even know how many scenarios today that they might try to pull that if they could revoke the need for national borders which obama's been trying to do every possible thing he could do to do that just open borders and national sovereignty hey man that's that's their goal flood america with the third world flood america with isis with the muslim invaders and that's only going to help them implement their agenda all the more quicker under section 21 is the further adoption of interdependency and globalization so many documents here i can't even list them all um and then it says in conclusion and with undeniable evidence provided the end goal of the united nations is total control these are the same ones that are going to be overseeing our elections with fema and homeland security the end goal of the united nations is total control under a communist style central government the ideology of communism is actively fueling the quote revolution called sustainable development every action taken by the un in and of itself is a move toward the communist new world order so I would say that basically every single thing we have covered today cross-confirms one another in, in some way, shape, or form. And we're seeing the unbelievably dark, dire times that we're, we're heading into. But the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne. Father God is on the throne. And none of this is going to take them by surprise. So um, that's all I have for today. I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us. I do thank you, Lord, that um, you permitted us to come again to talk about lord god the end times hopefully to warn your remnant lord and hopefully even the unsaved lord that might be hearing this of the impending things that are upon us i do pray god that we would remember to keep our eyes fixed on the lord jesus christ no matter how dark no matter how bleak it may get um ultimately realizing that even worst case scenario absent from the body is to be present with the lord I do pray, God, that you give us the courage, the strength, the fortitude, the providence to get through whatever is coming, that you would give us discernment, Lord, and even foreknowledge of things that we need to know, God, before this happens. And um, that you would move your remnant strategically into the places that they need to be prior to these events coming, and that you would use them mightily for your glory and to save many, Lord, before, during, and after these events unfold. I pray, God, that if it be your will, that you would intervene regarding these elections, that they would not be able to steal this election, again, according to your will, Lord, that wickedness would not prevail, that the wicked would be judged, that you would hide your remnant from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, as the Bible talks about in Psalm 64, but ultimately, Lord God, where your word says, but God shall shoot at them with an arrow, suddenly shall they be wounded, so they shall make their own tongues fall upon themselves. And all men shall see and fear and shall declare the work of God, that they will wisely consider of his doing. And the righteous will be glad in the Lord and trust in you. And all the upright in heart would glory. I pray to God all these things would be done for your glory, Lord. I do pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And that the words of our mouth 
and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.